Welcome to the Awaken Your Truth podcast. We are your hosts, Katie and Ginny. Join us as we connect to the truth of who we really are, the eternal energy of joy, love, and peace. Together with you, we will expand the awareness of what is possible and create a new way of being beyond the mind to experience more joy, joy, joy. Hello, welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Truth. I'm so excited to be here with you, Katie, and with our listeners today. We have some fun stuff to share about. We're going to be talking today about how do you know what is real and true? So in this world of creating and awakening and manifesting, how do we know what's real and true? This is super fun. And it's been brought up by a couple of listeners. So it feels right. The time feels right to explore this one and see what we co-create together on this podcast with you, with our listeners. I love that. Uh, that we have this freedom to be able to follow inspiration and connect with you guys in this way. Uh, me too. Just going yeah. with the flow and feeling those questions that feel so right and aligned to address. It's really joyful co-creation. It is. Speaking <laughs> of joyful, Katie, do you have a story for us? Yes, I do have a story. And it starts, I believe it was Friday with our group of women, we were on a call. And we were ending our call just making statements about what we were creating. In this now what we are creating. And one of my statements was in this now I am creating magical moments, that when I have the magical moment, I will say, that's the magical moment I created. <laughs> so I was creating an experience specificity, yeah, yeah. that was magical, but then having the awareness of I created this magical moment. Yes. So we, my husband and I decided to have a big city adventure. We're in our Anchorage, our state's biggest city, which is about two and a half hours south of us. And on Fridays, we've been having champagne, which is really <laughs> fun. So we went to a store and I picked out a beautiful bottle of champagne from France. And we were sitting outside on our porch of our Airbnb in the sun, listening to the snow melt. The sun felt warm. The birds were chirping. We were enjoying this beautiful champagne and just like being present and having a joyful time together. And I turned the bottle of champagne around and oh there was God. English on the backside instead of French on the front side. And it was the magic door. Oh my and there God. was a saying, I love that you, I love that you already know it's magical. It was a saying of walk with me, close your eyes together. We create the magical moments you dream about. And oh I was like, oh, no, this is my magical moment. Well, it was one of many magical moments, but that one felt like the word magic was there. And, and it was like given to oh, you. It was, like, it was given to me. Yeah. Yes. And I just was drawn to that bottle of champagne because of the pretty label. And on that porch in the sun, in this magical moment, reading that I was like this is how magical the universe is oh my gosh that is so <laughs> fun I know it was so much fun we were just talking about earlier how keeping a as these things start to occur in your life and you start to notice them these magical moments these joyful moments to start a journal uh, or some place yeah. where you can record these because it's so easy for us to forget them really, especially when we're practicing the presence. And so to write them down, I know Katie was sure I'm going to start 
my own magical moments journal. Cause I had yeah. so many to share and I'm like, there's so many I forgot already in a week. Right. <laughs> and right. I carry it with me everywhere. And this is yeah. one of the fun things at school, like something will happen at school. And I'm like, Oh, you guys, I have to go write that in my magical journal. So it's like, right. And I get to share that experience with my students. Like I do, we just had a magical moment together and it's so magical that I'm going to write it down. Oh my gosh. This is the <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, Jenny, what is your joyful moment? My joyful moment comes when last week I went to work with my husband on Friday. <laughs> it was so fun. So he cleans pools and maintains pools and everything. And so I was like, oh, it feels so good to go spend the day outside and doing some physical things and being together and just having fun. And so we were in his truck and we were driving along and I saw this like dried up white flower on the front dash. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Like the, maybe the woman that was using this truck before that he had hired left that there or something. And then later on the day, maybe a few hours later, I get back into the truck and there is a fresh white flower sitting on the dash. And this is one of my favorite, it's the gardenias. And so mm. when we first got together, he used to bring these flowers home for me because I love the smell of them. So he just like, oh, if he was out doing gosh. his thing, he would pick one and bring it back and we put it in water and it just, you know, makes the house smell so nice. And so I looked, I'm like, oh, this this is, you got this? And he's like, yeah, it just makes the whole truck smell so good. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this amazing. is so, this just brought me so much joy and I loved it. <laughs> I love the whole experience of you just saying, it feels like fun to go to work with my husband. It yeah. feels like fun to experience his day with him together. And yeah. then that idea of the gardenia on the dash, like just that joyful, mm, it reminds me of spring flowers. I know you're well into spring, but <laughs> that yes. feeling of spring, it feels so good. Yeah. And it, I feel really aligned with like the freedom that I have in my life and my working, you know, that I've created to be able to do that. It is to so just cute. say, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So our topic, how do you know what is real and what is true? Yeah. I remember having this question, asking myself this question many, many times throughout my path, but definitely at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And the answer that I have come up with, and I'm interested to hear yours mm -hmm. is, we decide we choose it. that is exactly mine mine what my my answer is i get to decide i get to decide i get to decide yeah. what's true and what is With real anything katie how is how can how can you just decide there must be there are things that are real and solid and permanent out there mm -hmm. you can't tell me that something isn't real if just because you decide it isn't Maybe we should clarify what real means because what does real mean to you? Ooh. So when I think of real, like I really connect to the energy of life and the energy mm -hmm. of things, the vibration of things, because, because we live in a vibrational universe, every single thing we see here, taste, touch, smell has at its core a vibration. And so to me, when I think of real, I think of the energy of that thing. So do I. That's what's mm -hmm. real because the form, the physical form is 
temporary and it may change. It may be there one day and not the next day. And Mm -hmm. if we're getting expanding that it will be here one day and not maybe in a hundred million years, but there's a point where it will not exist. What about you? How do you, that is exactly what I define as real. Everything is energy and, and science, most people would say science is real, right? That's what a lot of people base their beliefs on what science says. Even science says that everything at its core is energy in motion. Mm -hmm. Energy cannot ever be created or destroyed. It's just always is it's always here. So that is real. Energy is real. Yes. And then with that energy is how we are conscious creators to create our own reality, our own truth. It's our interaction as energetic beings. It's our interaction with all the other energy of things Mm -hmm. that creates our reality. Yes. Okay. So here's a question is realness or truth the same for everybody no (laughs) because we get to choose we get to choose so there's we already kind of operate under the belief and foundation that there's not one right way and that diversity in everything in our world creates expansion and it's it's a good thing so for everything to be the same doesn't make sense. Like we are meant to have different truths and different realities, Mm -hmm. not right or wrong, not better or worse, different realities that create and are a part of this whole existence. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all had the experience where we've been with someone and an event has happened And one person has one perception about it and another has another, and they're both equally real. Yeah. And I can think of one. Yeah. I can think of one that just happened last week, a student in a classroom. I saw him do two actions that could have been dangerous to other students. And I was saying, please don't do that. And his perception was that other students were doing the same thing, but I only saw him. His perception was everybody is doing this. Why am I the one getting picked on? Yes. But my perception was I just saw him. I didn't, I had no awareness. My reality wasn't that all these other kids in this moment were doing it, even though maybe they were, I didn't see it. So my reality was, was kind of like, and I was like, oh, I had this aha. How unfair must that feel for him? that I only noticed him and I could have the awareness of like, oh, that's his truth. And this is my truth. Yeah. It was really, it was really interesting. So that's an amazing example because the mind wants to jump in and say one is right or wrong. Like you can see how, so if a teacher's operating from their ego, they're going to want to, they're going to feel like, no, what I saw. So my reality is right. And yours is wrong. Right. Right? Exactly. With this awareness that we can have many realities that are right and they're different and it doesn't make one right or wrong. Mm -hmm. You give Mm -hmm. the space for him to have a right reality. So to honor the reality and perception of him as well as your own. And from that place, you can create and co-create the best solution or example 
Oh, and meanwhile, everybody gets to feel honored the, along the right, way for you their know? reality for because their- we all have our own reality. Yeah. You were sharing an example before we got on the call about buying yeah. it, the process of buying a car and, and maybe you'll share the whole experience later, but just this yeah. one part of the first salesman you went to, it yeah. was like the back and forth game and yeah. the energy didn't feel right to you. It didn't feel like the highest form of energy that you wanted in terms of buying a car, yeah. but we could say that without putting judgment on the way he was participating in this interaction, because in his mind, he's like, I'm playing the game. This is my reality. This is how we do it. This is how we sell cars. Yes. So his reality is I'm doing the process of selling a car in my reality, but, and and you got to choose. You're like, nope, that energy is not my reality. That is not what I want to create. And you could leave the dealership. I wish I did it as eloquently (laughs) as you just shared it. (laughs) But what awareness you had in that process. I want, yeah. I want to share a little bit more because so when we were leaving the dealership and we had this kind of back and forth with the one salesperson, and then he said, okay, I'm going to go get my manager. Don't worry. He's not going to try to convince you to buy the car. I'm like, okay, great. And then when I was talking to this man, I felt so like he was being so aggressive and he was saying things and immediately felt this is not just like Katie was saying, this is not the energy. This is not the experience I want mm-hmm. when I'm, when I'm purchasing a car and I was able to, and this was really good practice for me, able to stand in my truth and really groundedly say, you know, no, thank you. And no, thank you. And no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then exit the dealership. Mm-hmm. But I was sharing with Katie before how I wanted to go, I was like, Oh, I can go. I should go bring his awareness to how I felt in that, like that. Right. And I'm like, I know it was nothing to do with me. And obviously that wasn't a teaching time of, you know, when someone's don't just go around teaching people, (laughs) bringing people's awareness to have it. But the, the key was that he was in his own reality. And so what he was communicating and how he was communicating was right and good for yes. him. Yes. Was right exactly. and good for him. And it is his choice. And I think I want to talk about this a little bit more, like the choice, because from my perspective, one part of my perspective for my minds was like, why would anyone choose to be that rude or that, that aggressive? Mm-hmm. And, but from his perspective, it wasn't rude and it wasn't aggressive. Exactly. Because I want a different experience or have different expectations. Yes. And so just like Katie was saying, I just got to choose, oh, this isn't the feeling I want, the experience I want, and I can make a choice and exit the situation and and then take this experience to clarify and stand in my truth of what I want and what I like mm. so that then that more of that can be created through me. Oh, I love it when it's fun. I love it when it's easy. I love when we're on the same level. We have to finish telling this story now, like oh, yeah, the next part of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can leave that experience. And I will say it took me a second, like took me the rest of the day to really mm-hmm process and just let those feelings move through. It felt like something so small, but it almost felt like 
I was getting attacked. And so judgments aside, I knew I had to process that emotion, like let that emotion go through me without jumping into the story. And I think sometimes little things were like, oh, that's just such a little thing. I shouldn't have to deal with that. But yes, like anytime you're feeling that resistance in your body, that's Mm -hmm. your job to like, Mm -hmm. let that move through. Right. And that just takes space. Yes. So, okay. I don't want to get too off topic, but I just want to add in here, like the rest of that story. So it was probably from that experience at the first car dealership that I was able to connect to the experience I wanted buying a car. Mm -hmm. And then a week later, I actually created that experience and I was at a different dealership. It was so fun. It was so easy. It was the, my salesperson was like, we were talking about dream boards and visions and goals and life coaching. And it couldn't be more aligned. It could not have been more aligned. Mm -hmm. And so, but if I had attached to the story and felt hurt by that guy and didn't honor the different realities, the different truths, then I would have stayed stuck in that. And yeah. This is the way car dealerships work. This is the way it's, I'm going to have to go down to this energy because this is the way car dealerships work. Oh, but you got to choose coming back to what we said in the beginning, you got to choose your reality. Yes. No, I choose a different reality. I choose a different experience. I create a different experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if we touch back on this idea of things being, I want to talk briefly. Yeah. The idea that what is here, what you can see is reality, Mm -hmm. what you can see in front of you or the way it has always been is reality. Right. Okay. So we generally are taught that exactly. Like it's real. If I can Mm -hmm. see it here, it tastes it, touch it, smell it. Right. So if we believe that mm-hmm. and we're getting our information about what is real and true and possible from what already exists, mm-hmm. we are so limited in our creations because it's already here. We want to mm-hmm. create new. We want to yes. create new. Yes. Everything that's already here has already been created. Mm-hmm. It comes, it's all, it comes from everything that's been thought and brought into form in the past, right? We've done it. So if we want a new experience with our, in our relationship, buying cars in our teaching, teaching our kids, we have to choose what we want to be true. Mm-hmm. And that's how we create it. Right. So that, I mean, and my truth is life is magical. Life is magical. And I know it is like that. That is my reality. Yeah. And the idea that going back to the idea, like what we see in physical form is the real, I think my truth and my trust is I know I am energy. I know everything is energy. I know everything is all that is. I know I'm eternal. I know that I am here on this planet, having an experience in physical form. 
So the physical form is where I play and I create and I experience this magic of being a human. But I know there's this deeper level of my truth, my truth as eternal joy, love, peace. So that's where my, that's where my reality comes from. I believe that truth. I love how you say that. And I, Katie and I are so lit up about this concept (laughs) of it's like taking creation and manifesting to the next level where we take, we almost take the mind out of it, but we take any like future mind out of it. Yes. And we, or past mind, past past. what has happened. Yes. Because that stories. Yeah. That's required. If you're going to see something new, if you're going to choose to see something new and tune into a new truth and a new reality. Sorry, I skipped a bit, but to leverage the energy of your eternal truth, the energy of who you really are to do the creating of our life. So we are uncovering, we are experiencing and continuing to uncover the magic, the ease, the absolute abundance of manifesting from our truth, not through the actions, not through the trying, not through the other things, but simply by connecting and it takes, that takes practice and it takes, Mm -hmm. yeah, through connecting to the energy that is us. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'd like to bring up one thing where I think these two listener questions came from were regarding communicating, journaling, listening to our inner beings or all that is. And the question spun from like, how do I know what is true? How do I know if this is my mind or this is my truth? I remember having, I'm excited to hear your answer, but I remember having this exact aha, the moment I made, I first time for the first time made the choice to decide it was real. Cause I was mm-hmm. journaling and writing with my inner being and things were coming out. And I was like, exact same question. How do I know this is real? How do I know this is my mind? And I guess this might've been my inner being coming through. If it feels good, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's the choice we have guys. It can be that simple is why don't we choose you guys can see Katie. She's getting so excited. (laughs) Like, why don't we just choose our power? Our conscious power is our choice. Yep. I'll tell you why I'm hearing the mind stories. Well, people aren't going to think it's real, or I'm going to, I'm going to look like wrong. If I believe in this like source or the universe or my inner being speaking through me, like, I feel that comes from this idea of the the perception of society not understanding and thinking it's not real. Does that feel true? Does that resonate a little bit with you? It does feel true that a lot of the hesitation to just go in and believe what you want to believe is true and decide for yourself that I'm the only one in my head. So I get to decide what's true Mm -hmm. is we're actually not the only ones in our head. All of society's (laughs) beliefs are in our head. And so there's a pressure there. There's that fear coming up of like, what Uh will people think? And will I, all that, will I be crazy? And I still Mm -hmm. sometimes will, I will catch my mind going there saying, I mean, if you say this, what does this mean? (laughs) What does this mean about you? (laughs) 
<laughs> the, the place I've come to is like, this feels so good. And I get the most amazing energy, eternal love, joy, wisdom, peace from communicating with my reality that I'm communicating with all that is in source and my inner being who cares if no one else thinks it's true. This feels good for me. And I have had a profound transformation by embracing this and living this. So who who cares what other people think? I love it. I want to apply that to everything. So everything in the, in your life where you know, it feels good to you. You know, that's what you want to say, to own that and say, who cares what other people think? If I'm here and having this life experience to feel good. Yeah. It feels so good. Then choose the things that or choose the thoughts, the feelings, the things, the activities, the behaviors, the people that bring that out in you the most Mm -hmm. that support that in you do it like do what you want who cares this is like like unapologetically you this is the freedom to be you this is you being you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this is everything and Mm -hmm. just I'm going to backpedal a little bit for someone who is still kind of opening to the process of journaling with inner being or source or the higher self what you said earlier, kind of, there's an energetic feeling that I feel, and then I can feel my mind coming in sometimes. Yes. And I, I can, I'm, I'm really practiced at this now. Like I know it's my mind when it's the butts, when it jumps to the future, <laughs> when it's a fear, like I, I can feel that difference. What and about so- when it gets really specific? Can you give me an example? So I remember um, asking my question, my inner being questions about, getting ready for pregnancy and being mm-hmm. like, should I eat this? Is this bad for me? So I know the question's coming from my mind. Yes. I, yeah. I can feel that too. And I, the only thing like I have, because like health and, and nutrition, not nutrition, but like being radiantly healthy is kind of my passion that I've had so many questions for my inner being specifically from the mind about what to eat, how to exercise, blah, blah, blah. And the only thing consistency, like consistently my inner being says is relax, slow down, appreciate. Like that is it. So it's very broad and it can be applied to almost any situation, like relax, slow down and appreciate. I want to say something else about that. How, how you can know it's true as well, coming from your inner being is it's consistent. (laughs) They will say, or they, or your inner being will say the same things over. I know it's so funny, but as humans, like we go out in our human world and then we come back to our journal and we're like, we're, we're looking for those answers and we flip back through the journal. It's like, oh, it's there, 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 there. (laughs) It's totally consistent. And it's something about, so what I've experienced again in learning what was real is getting familiar with the feeling when my inner being is coming through, just like Katie was saying, versus Mm -hmm. when my mind is, is getting in there. And so even if it's the same words and I'm asking the question and my mind says, not this again, not this same answer, I can feel the rightness or the 
it almost like the calmness, the relaxation. Yeah, exactly. About receiving the guidance. Yes. So yes, there are words, but I think the most, one of the most powerful parts of this process, this tool is how you feel when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't even matter if gibberish is coming out, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling (laughs) the connection to your inner being. So that's what you're trusting. That's what you are deciding is real is the experience of alignment that you're having as you're writing with your inner being or talking or however, because it's back to the energy. We're energetic. We're energetic beings. So back to the feeling of the energy. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask you one other question that I think will come out. Let's say we're talking about um, global things happening in the world and what is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. when we're saying, say something, the earth is going to crap. (laughs) There's this idea (laughs) out there. Right. Okay. So that many, many people will say, this is true. Katie, haven't you seen this, Mm -hmm. this, 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 there's all this evidence that this is the truth. How can you decide what's true in that? An example like that? Well, I would say what is true is that it is what it is. And any story we're telling about it is what it is. Like we, we don't know the whole picture. Yeah. I do believe that things are unfolding from a higher consciousness perspective or an energy that, that we can't, our minds can't figure it out. Our minds want to tell a story about what's happening, happening. But what if this transition on the planet is what surges the creative energy to really come forth and make some powerful shifts for the planet? What if it's necessary for certain ways of being to kind of crumble and fall on the planet before we recreate Mm -hmm. in an abundant, powerful, joyful way. Yeah. So to say, to have, to hold the judgment of like, this is bad. This is harmful. This is evil. Like, okay, this, the facts are the facts. And not that I don't even want to say the facts are the facts. Like it, we're seeing something. It is what it is right now, but the story we choose to tell about it. Yeah. is our reality. Yes. You can even say the facts are the facts. Like there is science and facts on both sides of the world is in a perfectly evolution or it's going to destruction. Right. Totally. Yeah. The facts are there, but you said it perfectly. What we choose to believe about it creates is our reality. Mm -hmm. So I have, can I have a good example from this happened recently? A friend had recommended to us a documentary called Game Changers. Mm -hmm. And it was a, it was about elite athletes who were experimenting with veganism and vegetarianism. And then there was a ton of science that was being um, brought forth in this documentary about how harmful meat is, how harmful dairy is, like what it does to the body, et cetera. And every single like study that was quoted, I was like, this is, this is interesting because I've heard the exact same research <laughs> in support of like a more, um, not a heavy meat-based diet, but for yeah. eating meat and reducing other things, right? Like I've heard this. And when I know that even in science, there's the observer effect, like what you choose to study as a scientist yes. controls the outcome. Mm-hmm. So if there's research that supports everything, then you get to choose what aligns with your belief. 
I love, love, <laughs> love that you brought this up because I've experienced the same thing specifically in health and nutrition. There mm-hmm. is science that supports everything, everything. Yeah. And so I believe that's how it is in the whole world. There's whatever, there's always two sides to everything. So we choose yes. what we're aligned with. Yes. And what, and what I'm like going from is like, what I'm opening to is like, I want to choose in love and freedom. I don't want to choose anything from fear. I want to tune in to my internal guidance system. And I will know the feeling and the energy of what's right for me in the moment, in the moment. And it comes yeah. back to that connection with your inner yes. being and choosing to believe that's true and real to build that connection and strengthen that so that you that you can have the basically decision-making ability with all these worldly things, navigating life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to come back to that one, just a second part to that one question. So when you're saying about the world, it is what it is. How is that you taking responsibility for being part of the solution? Because I, I know we're going a little off topic, but I want Mm -hmm. to touch on this in that what we think is real uh, very often is taking action and doing things Mm -hmm. that, so let's just say donating money, going and volunteering time, supporting different organizations, Mm -hmm. whatever that might be, but it's not, okay. (laughs) You answer Katie. I just, what I'm going to say is going to be so counter what many people would think. Like me taking responsibility is taking a walk in nature and appreciating the trees and loving the animals and loving feeling my feet on the ground, like my energy and my love for the planet and nature and the earth. Like that's, that's how I take responsibility. Yeah. Because consciousness is creating through humans, through Mm -hmm. all of us. And if we are the vessels for the love and the connection, we will create a world that reflects that our world and our planet is a reflection of us as humanity. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just laughing because it feels so like, quote, far out to say that, but this is what we are opening to and experiencing is this new level of creation as humans with consciousness and from the love and from the trust and from that clarity comes like the next unfolding. Yeah. The, and the other part of this is, this is might be something it's easier for people to grab onto and understand is the energy we bring to things, to our actions is what we're adding and giving to the world. Mm -hmm. So when we are donating money because we're scared that the planet's going to blow up, We are taking actions out of fear. We're giving fearful energy to the world. When we are walking in nature and feeling abundant and free and in love, we are giving that energy to the world. When we are taking actions to, so you can volunteer for a save the world program. I know I'm being general, like (laughs) save the world program and be like, I love the experience of this. I love the fun of it. I love connecting. I love supporting, or we can Mm -hmm. say, or we can take the same action from a place of we've all better do something. Why aren't more people doing this? And we're in fear. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're actually Mm -hmm. giving. Right. Yeah. And I think about this all the time when there's like a fight against something. Yeah. That's, that is supposed to be like, um, 
an inspirational action to change, to make change. It's the yes. fight against, it's the, the old thing, like the war against drugs or whatever, like that all is the energy that creates more of that feeling, yes. more of that and, reality. And no matter what your life situation is, when you're living your family situation, anything you can choose for you, like yes. the world around you doesn't have to change in order for you to be in the energy that you want to be in. Mm -hmm. And this, it will I, take some, like, let it be a process. Mm -hmm. but you have the power to take responsibility for your energy, no matter what's happening around you, no matter who's around you. I feel like I can feel some, some butts coming in from the idea of the Pollyanna effect. Yes. We've talked about this before yes. in terms of, oh, are you just putting your head in your sand, the head yeah. in the sand to the reality of what's around you? And yes. how do you respond from your truth to that, Jenny? Um, for me, I can, I like to look at different social situations and I've developed enough strength in my truth to be able to be present with what's going on in the world if if it seems negative and mm -hmm. not not always i can i still often will have that emotion to process yeah uh in the moment but not grab the story about it yes so yeah. i think for me it's just really being present with anything that's painful struggle tragic going on in the world or in my life and to be present with that, but I'm still grounded or I always come back to my truth and, and what is real and true for me. Mm -hmm. for me and let's, yeah. yeah. And let's go to the alternative. The alternative is to that is to dwell in that, to dwell in that story. Oh, this is just more evidence that people are evil and these people are suffering and, and then get in that energy. Like yes. so, for some reason, society thinks that's the right energy to be in, to go to that place. But yeah. how does that help anybody yeah. who is in that situation? You lowering that vibration. Yes. I mean, that obviously affects like you and your reality, but yeah. that alternative is, is, doesn't feel like the solution that we're looking for here. Yeah. So we're basically talking about everything today. We're talking about everything. It feels like it all ties in, you know, <laughs> because what's coming up in for me now is the, our capacity to have compassion. So true compassion yeah. for me is to be connected to love within myself and to know the love in another. And mm -hmm. so to be able to hold that space of like, Hey, we both really know what pain feels like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like we've been there, but we can hold that space without going vibrationally there. Right. So that has, that has seemed really powerful and important for me to develop in my life. And, um, my husband loves to talk about politics. <laughs> so I have had like the best teacher <laughs> to be able to do this and not like give my power away or go into the stories and mm -hmm. still be able to connect with somebody. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Like capacity <laughs> to have compassion um, right. comes, comes into this. So the idea, because yeah, people have said that, well, isn't that just a Pollyanna? Like you're yep. such an idealist. Mm -hmm. And at first my ego was hurt. I'm like, what? I care about people <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was a part of me that had to come back to the truth of what I believe in. Like, I believe there is a 
I believe there's a new way to move through situations like this, to create something new. Like we've been doing it one way for a while and we're still experiencing a lot of contrast and a lot of pain mm-hmm. and struggle in our world. So that can't be the answer. It doesn't even logically make sense. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. To go into worry and fear that will create how would that yeah, harmony? how would that create a different situation? Right. Yeah. But I do really think like I think it's it's about taking actions. It's just we have to take those actions from a place of truth. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Not out of fear or not the shoulds. Yeah. It's that aligned action. Aligned action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some reason, one more thing that's coming yeah. up about how do I get to decide what's true or real? Yes. I have a fun example in terms of when I see a shooting star, I call it a magical shooting star. And m- my husband, with the science background says it's an asteroid hitting earth's atmosphere or whatever. Do you know that difference? Okay. So he gets to choose like that science. But for me, I get to say that is a shooting desire, shooting desire. That's a shooting star that came to the planet for me to have this special experience. And who cares if he has a different viewpoint from science? Amazing. And some people could say, you're wrong because science says that's that. But yeah. why does it matter? Why do I have to, in that instance, believe science? Why can't I choose that it's magical? I am going to choose that because that is my reality. I have a magical existence on this planet. And how fun is that? You choose what's real for you. I love this. It really brings in the, the right or wrong, like the people needing to be right or wrong, because yeah. does it matter? Does like it I matter? love, I love asking myself this question. If, if I ever get caught up in my ego and Lee will point it out, he's like, do you need to be right about this? And, um, I'm like, oh, no. I don't like, (laughs) and it just opens up that space of, of, I get to choose and you get to choose. Mm -hmm. I love that that too. When I was doing like my wonderful, joyfully manifested car buying experience, (laughs) I, there was something that happened when the man was like, the financing man was saying something about, um, oh, this won't work out or, or I don't know why that happened. And I was like, oh, I know why it happened because it's magic. (laughs) Right. Again. And I was like, my truth and reality was that this is working out and that, that the universe, literally, this is my answer. The universe took care of that in a way that was for me. And his reality was like, something went wonky in the right. number. Like, right. yeah. And it turned out like this. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, that's fine. This is just such a perfect example. So if you can feel the energy as a listener, that your reality is your choice. What reality do you want to create? And from what energy? Oh my gosh, it feels so (laughs) wide open. No, it does feel so wide open. Oh, amazing. That feels really good. Anything else, Katie, you want to add to our, how do you know it's real and true? For now, that feels perfect. You choose, you choose, you choose. (laughs) You choose. (laughs) Amazing. Well, we can't wait to hear more questions from you guys as listeners. We love hearing. We love co-creating with you. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Have a great one. Bye-bye. 
We so appreciate you sharing this space and co-creating with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or shares, send us a message on our website, awakenyourtruth.love. We can't wait to connect more.